Welcome to Savagely Real, and I am your host, the Goddess Marion. And we're going to keep it real about what's going on in entertainment, um, spirituality, as well as matters of the heart, and just what's going on in the world today, and how we feel about it, and how we can change the world for the better. We're going to come up with some ideas, all of that. But today's topic is all about for the love of music or for the love of money. So let's get into it, y'all. Okay, I'm gonna start with myself. I have been an artist all of my life. I have done music, modeling, acting, a little bit of everything and all of it in between. Starting from a child, started recording at 11. Um, By the time I was 15, I had one best female soloist in Chicago. And then from there, I end up um, performing for they had a showcase an artist showcase I had some interest from epic records it literally broke my heart once I spoke to one of the A&Rs because they liked me but at the time I was 17 I wasn't quite 18 still in high school and he had loved my voice but he was more focused on my body so he was like hey you have a nice butt you should be dressed like Adina Howard and that voice on top of that body you know, is going to be amazing, irresistible, right? And so there's nothing wrong with that if that's how you choose to market and promote yourself. But that's just not me. So I turned that offer down. And then I heard back from him saying that, you know, I would be 18 pretty soon and I didn't have to get my parents approval and that I should just go go along with it and sign the deal anyways and agree to market myself that way for the duration of that contract and what he didn't realize was that that was not coming from my parents that was coming from me I didn't feel comfortable dressing like that and I chose not to do that and I know that I have talent and I always knew I had talent so I'm like I don't have to do that my voice will speak for itself and I believe that you can also be sexy and classy at the same time without revealing everything. If you want to show everything, I mean, more power to you, but that's just not me. So I turned that down. Broke my heart again because at that time I knew Michael Jackson had been on that label, you know, a while ago. And I was just excited to the thought of being somewhere where Michael Jackson was at was just so amazing to me, you know. And so um, I would say maybe four or five months later, I had gotten a follow-up call from another person that was involved with that label at the time, and he had gotten moved around to another label. A lot of times on labels, um, or back in the day, they used to switch positions or switch labels. So it was kind of was the same circle of people just kind of being bounced around. And he didn't agree how that whole thing went down. So he was saying that, you know, with his label, he would try to get me on. And then he would call me back. And then for whatever reason... It just wasn't meant to be because we never contacted each other again. uh, Either he lost my number and when I called him, his number was changed or disconnected. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't at the label anymore. I'm not sure what happened, but that was a dead end. 
After that happened, I had gotten approached by another gentleman on an independent label, but they so crazy, y'all. Like, it's so nuts. I was literally, like, right out of high school, and he was enamored with my voice, and he's like, you're great. He offered me, on the spot, a contract. But the thing about contracts is you really have to do your due diligence and really follow up and read, especially the small, fine print. Read the small, fine print because it's a lot that's being said in there that you may overlook, but that could really hurt you in the future. So when I you know, went through it and realized what was going on before I even got a lawyer, like some of the stuff was just blatantly there. It had stated that I would have to sign a seven-year contract and if I didn't get back to him on the day that the seven-year contract ended, I was now going to be signed up for another seven years. And you know that sounds like slavery to me. Because a lot of times with major labels, they feel like once you sign to them that they own you. That's one of the misconceptions I think people don't look at. Because people feel like, hey, I really love music. I love this thing. I want to share my gift with the world. I want to make the world, you know, happy with my voice. Or I want to make them feel or know what I'm going through or know the struggles or the triumphs that I'm going through, right? So they feel like if I can just get this contract signed, I can provide a better life for myself, my family, those around me, those I love, and I get to, you know, stun and I get the fame and the fortune. It's the dream. It's what so many of us have thought about. If I had that opportunity to be there, to have this, to do, what would I do with all of that, right? So it's so exciting. But once a lot of these artists sign these major label deals, the business aspect of everything really kicks in because no matter what it is that you do in your life, it's a business. The only difference is, is the title, whether it's the music business or the insurance business or the real estate business, it's still business at the end of the day. So that's why it's really important to be business savvy or to have a good lawyer that's on your side and not representing the label as well as yourself because it's not going to be in your best interest, not at the end of the day. So when, um, you know, it comes across that you're now in this contract and the label kind of owns you for the duration of that contract, they also have the right to shelve you. Shelve you meaning sometimes you know how an artist just kind of disappears and they were on top, but then all of a sudden they just kind of disappear. You're like, what happened to them, right? So it's called shelving where that artist cannot release any music. It happened to Lil Wayne with um, Birdman. That's why he disappeared for so long. You know, you really have to read your contracts. You really have to know what's going on with your paperwork, with your business, because that's your livelihood and that's your life. So if they're stifled and they can't make music because, say, for instance, they piss the label off or the label has signed another artist and they want that artist to get more shine, they will purposely stop you from releasing your your project so that that artist have a chance to build a momentum and get their thing going. You know, it can be that way. It doesn't always have to be that way, but it can be that way. Or, you know, um, you're, you might not get promoted like you feel like you should from that label if you piss them off. It's just a lot of little different things and just coping 
with the new reality of being on all the time because if you're someone that's becoming really hot in the industry like you really getting it people are really loving you and they are you know they're adoring you and they just can't get enough of you well then that requires a lot more of you as an artist than it did before because now people want interviews whether it's talk shows radio shows meet and greets you gotta get ready for a tour there's rehearsals you literally have to be on all the time and I'm not giving an excuse to artists to you know go out there and quote-unquote behave erratically or badly I'm not saying that but I'm saying a lot of times they're trying to cope with the pressures and the demands of the business and of fame and of you know just not having a normal quote-unquote normal life anymore so that's why you know there's you'll see them indulging in an excess of drugs or alcohol or sex and yes they may enjoy those things and maybe they're doing it because they're like hey I'm, I'm handling it and this is how I'm doing this because I don't know another way to do it there's no class that teaches you how to go from being a normal person to being famous there's no transitional class that teaches you that you're just kind of thrust into that so how do you handle that from going from I can walk down the street nobody knows me to now everybody knows me everybody's taking pictures everybody that I thought were my friend now you know they're saying stuff or selling my stories or telling my private business for money then it becomes who can I trust you know everything changes sometimes parents change the way they act toward you you know friends best friends all of those aspects come into play and that's something that you're not prepared for because your world has literally changed literally changed from the privilege that you're given to you know um <laughs> just to what you can and cannot do the lines get very blurred and it's something that i think should be taken into account when these things happen, I think there should be some type of mentorship program or something that helps people in the field of entertainment or whatever field that they're in to say, hey, how do you do this thing? How do you successfully do this thing? Because when it's done, when it's not done right, that's how we end up with so many dead celebrities, so many celebrities in rehab, so many people that's just lost, that's trying to find themselves, right? And so I was looking at some of the stories and I was taking some notes about what was said about this music industry and the truth about it. This is still about for the love of music or for the love of money but this part is more about for the love of money because again we have to revert back to the fact that music business is a business first and foremost we're just describing the type of business that it is so I was reading about um, what prints artists like that were you know well known not not ones that are well known today so much but some that have existed for years and decades that were tried and true and what they had to say about the business and some who unfortunately didn't survive the business so I was reading about Prince who was quoted as saying that the record contracts were just like he says I'm gonna say the word slavery I would tell any young artist don't sign and in 1996 he told the Los Angeles Times that if he knew the things that he knew now before all of this happened he wouldn't be in the music industry. 
that coming from someone like Prince, just so musically inclined and talented, that was like huge for me. Then we all remember what happened to TLC, who filed for bankruptcy shortly after Crazy Sexy Cool was released because the record label had made $75 million. $75 million. However, the girls were only given $50,000 a piece. That means that altogether they only received $150,000 while their label made millions upon millions of dollars. Now, y'all know. That don't make no sense. Literally, no sense whatsoever. So the girls had to file for bankruptcy to get out of that contract, and they were able to renegotiate a better contract because they knew what they deserved, and they knew they deserved so much better than what they received. And I'm so glad it worked out for them. And then we have people like Robbie Starbuck, who was the music director for videos for people like Gucci Mane, Snoop Dogg, Jamie Foxx, Machine Gun Kelly. He's also a film producer. And he was basically saying when it comes to rappers, record execs, they push for them to continue to make songs and create culture that's obsessed with death, drugs, sex, and money. And they pay them handsomely to destroy their own communities. And yes, that sounds crazy, but we know it's true because we've been having the same content over and over, year after year, and it's not changing. And we see that the suicide rate with our youth has grown more than ever before. I'm talking about babies, second, third grade committing suicide. Like that's, it's crazy. We need to do something about that. Like change needs to happen. And hopefully the rappers will wake up and start making different content besides that if they I mean, I'm not saying anything about that if they want to do that that's their business but also do something else too that the youth can look up to that'll be really dope um another story Amy Winehouse talking about her her friend Nick who said that fame came like a huge tidal wave for her it came very very quick and very very strong and that she just got depressed and she kind of got lost and then she got into um, a very bad crowd and started doing heavy drugs and that she just couldn't control it and that no one could control fame. He didn't even think that he could, could do it, that he could control it. And then Amy herself said that if she could give it all back just to walk down the street with no hassles, she would. We even had Michael Jackson being quoted in July of 2002 in Harlem stating that the music industry um, cheated and stole from artists. And he was saying that um, one of the head of Sony was a very racist, mean, and devilish man. Because sometimes all people care about is the money. Now, I will segue and say I'm so happy and so grateful now that within the last five years, really, I've seen a, a massive change within the five years, but it probably started maybe 10 years ago. An artist no longer has to sign with the major label to be a major artist. And that's, that's wonderful because it gives options and it's always good to have options in this world. It's so important to know who you are, to stand firm on your truth and to make decisions that you can be proud of in the future. Because at the end of the day, it's about you. If you are happy with yourself, if you can look at yourself in the mirror, if you can just respect who you are and love yourself so much that we can't help but see that. 
and we could see that that's your legacy and we could see that you're standing in your power that is so dope to me it really really is it just makes me so happy and so proud when I see people living their truth and just being unapologetically them their authentic self just being savagely real I love that I love it and again that's why I say if you're gonna do this business do it well mind your business like literally mind it know what's going on with you and your affairs and that's again points to the importance of having a mentor and not just any mentor in the game I'm talking about somebody that has done it successfully somebody that's doing what you want to do at a higher level that you admire and that you would want to mimic so that they can teach you even if you can just look up somebody and get close to them or maybe get the next in line, right? The person that they mentored, but just someone who's doing what you want to do and find a way to get to that person in a healthy way. I'm not talking about being a stalker, okay? None of that. But just find a way to talk to that person and see if they would be willing to mentor you. Because like the saying goes, if you give a man a fish, he can eat for a day. But if you teach a man how to fish, and for this instance, we're talking about the music industry. So if you teach an artist how to successfully navigate this music industry, they can be successful for a lifetime. That type of legacy, that type of wealth of knowledge, those gems that's being passed down, that's invaluable. It really is. It's worth more than you can put. And that same principle can be applied to any occupation, any passion, anything that you want to do. Having the right people around you, surrounding you. And also, honey, you cannot be the smartest person in your group. If that's the case, if you're always the smartest person in all of your groups, you need to find a new group. You need to be elevated because just by being around people who are better at something than you are, whatever area that may be, you automatically will elevate or guess what? You won't be in the group long. You have to be able to add value to wherever you're at and with whomever you're with, right? So, I mean, it's a lot of little gems that we have to keep in mind as we go along in this thing called life. There's a beautiful thing and journey that we call life. So with everything that I've just explained, even though it can get so much more complex than what I explained, but just just hitting the tip of everything, right? That's why I say when it comes to some people, and you see them just like I do, they just have a thing where they want to be famous. They just, they want to be out there. And that's fine. But when it comes to this business, this is one of the most challenging business to me. I will honestly say I really don't know how if you're doing it for just the love of money and not for the love of the music. If you don't have a passion for this, what is going to keep you going when life starts hitting, when life starts really lifing? And if you are signed to a major, how are you going to cope with being on all the time and the critics and the social media bullies not having privacy not being able to have a quote-unquote normal life again having people switch up on you and that's when I revert back to my title because I truly believe that the love of money may get you there 
but only the love of music will keep you there. Even when you're passionate, even when you want this more than anything, even when you just dream it, breathe it, be it, it's still challenging. So if that's challenging, you already know. You already know. But I'm also here to say, if you are blessed enough to live out your dream, to make it happen, I am so happy for you. God knows I love to see people win. I love to see people being their authentic self. I love to see people happy doing what they want to do in life. I really do. And I'm also here to encourage you that it is possible to successfully navigate this business because we see people doing it every day. People have had wonderful, long, healthy, happy careers and lives. And when it comes to those people, I say those are the people that we need to see what they're doing, see what the formula is. And if we can't get close to them, let's read about them because we can always learn and we can always get better. We don't know what we don't know. We can always improve. And I can honestly say that I have not shared not even 25% of my experiences in this industry and from being around those that are already in the spotlight. I have been truly blessed and fortunate to have done a summer tour in the past and to be on the up and up now and just to have been around some of the greats in the business from Angela Bassett, a.k.a. Angela the Great, as well as Mariah Carey and Terrence Howard, Samuel L. Jackson, Dave Chappelle, and yeah, the list goes on. And I was fortunate enough because I did some behind-the-scenes work on the show Empire for about three and a half years. So you know all the people that came through there. I had the pleasure of meeting most of them as well as I did some behind the scenes work on Chirac and it was a lot of people there. So I had the pleasure of meeting all of them (laughs) on that set. Um, I would say it was great being able to have a bird's eye view, seeing how to navigate through some of the trickiest situations because sometimes people are really willing to do any and everything just to get a celebrity's attention and It can be wild, y'all. It can be crazy. But it was just, it was cool being able to experience being the fly on the wall and just seeing what to do and what not to do and just being able to interact and talk to them. Like I said, watch them, learn from them because they became kind of like a mentor without even realizing that they were mentoring just by watching, just by watching what they do. So, yes, I am truly grateful for those experiences, and I am also excited for new ones. And, yeah, I think that's the end of my show that wraps it up. I would like to thank you all for sharing your time with me, the goddess Marion. And let's do this again, and again, and again, and again, and again, every week, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. And feel free to follow me on Instagram at the Goddess Marion, T-H-E-E-G-O-D-D-E-S-S-M-A-R-I-A-N, where you will find links to some of my songs and you'll see some of my pics and videos that I'm talking about in this podcast. And um, 
feel free to let me know. DM me and hit me up in the comments. Let me know that you're from the show. That would make me so happy. Don't put the biggest smile on my face. And in the meantime, you guys, just know you're so special. You are so worthy. I am sending you all so much love. And until then, have the most magical day. Be amazing.